Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. I need to be honest. This is my first ever Mother's Day message. But the good news is, is I have a mother. In fact, that's the common denominator we all have. And, uh, and you know, if I'm, if I'm real honest, there's been so much good um, that I've been able to experience in this world because of my mom. Stella was her name. Stella Higginbottoms. For that, Stella McGillivray, born in Peterhead, Scotland. I want you to know in Peterhead, it's north of Aberdeen, it's where the whitest of the white people are. <laughs> I think the McGillivray clan is the whitest clan in all of Scotland. The unique thing is, though, is my mom wasn't very white. Yeah, something happened there, uh, and it turns out um, when she was five years old, she met her biological father, who was Indian. And that's why she had this beautiful dark skin. That's why, although I have a mild pigment of red, <laughs> but I can get dark. Like it's, I'm unlike most of the McGillivries in the clan. But, um, you know, my mom had to overcome not really connecting to her father because her biological father wasn't in the picture. And her dad could tell that one of these things seems a little off here. And so uh, she had to wrestle with kind of growing up a little bit ostracized, a little disconnected, and then had to wrestle with her mother's dysfunction. And, um, and all of us, listen, no matter how great we've got it, um, all of us uh, also had some things that we inherited that we're trying to um, break. <laughs> Anybody trying to break some cycles that it's one thing to break your own dysfunction, but when your parents brought it in and you're, you're stuck with it. Uh, but you know, the greatest way you can honor your parents is build off their health. Build on top of what they gave you. They gave you an opportunity. They gave you something. And, and so um, I want to just talk through a little bit about mothers. And, and I'm going to interject some of my story into this and some of the journey that I've been on. And so uh, the name of this message is Only a Mother. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I want to share a quick scripture. I I'd just been thinking about it and wondering, like, you know, of all the things that God could come to rescue the earth with and determine to 
come into dysfunction, come, come into darkness, come into chaos, come into a world that had lost its center, had lost its um, origin. See, when, when we were created, we were created in the image of God, in the likeness of God. We were created to resemble him, to look like him, to do his business, his bidding, to have his heart, to have his passion, to, to, to understand his will and to bring it about in the earth. And then the fallout, the fallout with the first mother, Eve, she started the part of the chaos. And and um, and so when he, it's interesting, it's interesting when he decided to re-enter the earth and reestablish righteousness, he chose to do it through a mother. And so I just wanted to read this first passage, um, and uh, it's kind of the story of when the angel comes to visit Mary. And there's a few things in here I want us to pick up as we're celebrating moms, but really what we're celebrating is faith, okay? Because God's attracted to faith. He's really not attracted to your gender or your position or, or how healthy you were raised or how unhealthy you were raised. He's, he's attracted to your response to him. And what I love about God is wherever you are on the spectrum of life, He's calling you, and your response to him will determine where you end up, okay? You get to be somebody who brings life, health, potency, purpose into the earth, or you can choose to not respond to him. But every time he speaks, he wants to bring good into the world. Every time he moves, he has intentions to do good, and it's our response to his will that determines what we produce. Thank you. It's my first Mother's Day message. Did I mention that? Um, we'll see if it's my last. Sean over here is Chris. How great job, Sean, on the offering. Such a tremendous, such a tremendous man and leader and friend and um, Hang on a sec. I got to make sure I'm uh, putting my auto lock on never. <laughs> All right, let's, let's pick it up here in Luke 1, 26 through 45. It's a pretty good long text, but it's worth us getting into. Um, in the sixth month... Of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, <laughs> interesting, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you've been, you have found favor with God, and you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great. He will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I, I'm a virgin, the angel replied, Holy, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High 
will overshadow you. So the baby will be born, will be holy, and he will be called the son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. I love that he already said that she's with child and the child hadn't been born yet. I know that that's kind of an issue these days, but not here at Awaken, okay? It's a child at conception. Um, but anyway, um, the baby will born will be holy and he will be called the son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. For the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, and this is what I want us to hear. This is what I want us to hear. Listen, this is the beginning of your life producing health is this response. I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. You see, that's where you become pregnant with promises. And I guess in that case, men can become... awoken <laughs> let's just keep moving on a few days later a few days later Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea to the town where Zachariah lived and she entered the house and greeted Elizabeth the sound of Mary's greeting Elizabeth's child leaped within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women, and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. Get this. You are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what he said. Yeah. The secret here, the secret to the kingdom of God and the greatest battle that you will ever face as a believer is believing. <laughs> because God is going to say some things that are completely contradictory to your circumstances. And he's desiring to bring his kingdom and his life and the impossible. What seems impossible is, is possible with God. And he is still in the business of bringing things into the earth that cannot be brought through human hands. I want us to be a people that say, I'm the Lord's servant. May everything you've said about me come true. And listen, God has incredible things to say about you. Okay, so I love this because the angel of the Lord didn't come and speak to Joseph, came to spoke to Mary. That's not the first time an angel had appeared to a woman. In fact, the first recorded time in history where we can find in the Bible where an angel actually showed up was with Hagar. Okay, and he has spoken a lot. He showed up and spoke to Samson's mother, 
said you're going to have a son. So I just want you to know, like, God is, like, into, like, women. He likes to, he likes women to hear his voice. You know, if you read the book of Acts, it says in the last days, I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh, your sons and daughters. There's no distinction. What God is looking for is belief, faith. He's actually just looking for people who will put their hand up and say, whatever you have said, God, I'm your servant. Be it unto me as you have said. So the first point, I have four. It's not an acronym. People walked out. Just kidding. Is mothers of faith. And I really want, I really want to celebrate the common denominator of health is faith and belief. And in the book of Hebrews 11.6, it's the, it's basically they call it the hall of faith. The writer of Hebrews says, for without faith, it's impossible to please God. And then he goes on to say that um, for those um, that do believe, believe that he exists and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And then it goes on and lists all these heroes of faith. There are three women listed. Now there's far more women of faith, but he, and, he, and there's far more men of faith that he didn't list. But he does list three women of faith. The first is uh, Sarah. Remember Sarah? Abraham and Sarah, who believed God and became the mother of faith. And then there was uh, Moses's parents, Moses's mom, who, listen, the government told her to throw her child into the Nile. And it says that she did not follow the government mandate of death and she preserved her child and she was considered a woman of faith. Interesting. She saw something in Moses. And then the, the third woman of faith, um, any guesses? Interesting choice of all the women to be selected in the hall of faith. Rahab, the harlot. Interesting how God does not really care where you've come from or what hand you were dealt. You know, because I'm looking at my mom who was born into a very unhealthy lifestyle of finding her identity in men by giving herself away. <laughs> Somebody was looking up who was the third. Uh, yep, yep, I found this on the web. That's where I found it. But how interesting, um, I, I just love God. And what I love about Rahab is not only was she listed in the annals of faith, but She's actually in the lineage of Jesus. 
the lineage of King David. It's, it's powerful. It's remarkable, really. And what it says, though, is wherever you've come from or whatever dysfunction you've inherited or been brought up in, is God is still looking for your faith, which is what Mary had. Listen, I, you, you chose me. Uh, I'm the, I have no business bringing in to the world something healthy. And yet, if that's what you determine, here I am. And I submit to what you want to do. Mothers of faith. I want to celebrate um, one of the people that has inspired us. And Melissa and I have been at the Balboa campus for the last 11 years. And one of the um, pastors there, Pastor Becky, um, she really moved us um, in November this year. And we were in a meeting, and Pastor, or this, this one of the leaders that comes through our church a lot and has a real prophetic mantle on his life, his name is Mike Maiden, and, um, and he had seen some things over our central region that we were coming into a new building by the end of the year. But it was the end of November, and the building, the Salvation Army that we were just about to buy uh, had gone into contract with a developer. Like, I, it's so crazy that the Salvation Army would sell to a developer instead of a church. It was so wild. Um, and But we had the word of the Lord. And we're sitting in this meeting. You remember this, babe? And um, Pastor Becky's like, you know, it's already November. The word of the Lord is that we would have a building under contract this year. I'm so frustrated. But you know what? I'm going to believe till the end of the year. I'm just not going to relent believing. A woman of faith, a mother of faith. And I'm so grateful we came out of that campus, babe, because it wasn't John. John was like me, you know, well, I guess we'll just look for the next one. I mean, you know, we're believing, but sometimes like, but we're faith, we're faith. When you hear faith, when you hear somebody who's believing God, it doesn't really matter what position they're in, if they're the leader. When you hear someone who's believing God, you know it. You know it. And I remember in that meeting, I was like, I felt faith. You know what's funny is when Jesus was moving in power, he could feel faith in the room. Who touched me? Yeah. Pastor Becky touched him that day. Because the eyes of the Lord are always looking for faith. They're looking for belief. I want to move, but I need somebody to move through and to move with. I need somebody to carry what I want to do. You bring heaven into the earth by faith. I just want you to know we're holding church in that building right now. Right now. Right now. In fact, her husband, who does have faith, who does have faith, will be preaching here next Sunday. You get ready. Get ready. Pastor John Heinrichs is a monster. And his story, his healing story, and his miracle journey is outrageous. In fact, he's one of the most powerful ministers of healing that I've ever met. And, um, and he's a pretty good dude. But it was his wife's faith in this case. So what, what we're saying here is cultivate faith. 
And what we're saying at Awaken is we value the voice, the faith of men and women. Every healthy home has the voice of a father and a mother. And we at Awaken, we cultivate both, okay? I, and it's, it's not just women that need to hear from women. I just need to hear this. Like, um, when Pastor Leanne speaks, as a son of the house, I'm just like, oh, my gosh. When Pastor Melissa speaks, it's like, holy cow. I, I as a man, need a mama's voice and a mama's spiritual voice. Listen to me. Listen to me really clearly. In, in the um, Bible, they identify nine women who operated in the gift of prophecy. Seven of them were women of God. One of them was a woman named Jezebel. Let me say this right now. I didn't plan to say this, but I'm going to say this right now. There is a very loud and prophetic voice in the world. Her name is Jezebel. She's the destroyer of men, and she's the destroyer of family, and she's the destroyer of babies and life, and she's the destroyer of society. It is the prevalent voice in America right now is the voice of Jezebel. We will have a church that raises healthy, prophetic voices to counteract a spirit of wickedness and perversion that's in the earth. Well, well. Might need to add that to my notes for the 11. That's why I love preaching in a pulpit that's alive. We also, um, I want to take just a quick minute to um, um, honor Pastor Shelley. Uh, and uh, Pastor Shelley just got back from Israel and uh, happened to get engaged over there. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's go. Um, I want you to know she's an incredible minister at Awaken. She's one of the pastors here. And she studied under Dr. Mike Connell, who's one of the greatest um, Maybe, maybe in the earth today, one of the greatest ministers of freedom. Please understand, one-third of Jesus' miracles dealt with freedom and deliverance, okay? If you look around the world today, there is a lot of oppression. There's a lot of dark things. And don't think that God doesn't need some people that operate in a different spirit and a, and a spirit that puts that under its foot. And, and Pastor Shelley... in my opinion, is not the greatest um, female minister of freedom in Awaken. She's the greatest minister of freedom in Awaken. Are you hearing me? Like, like, listen, we're not just going to identify that, yeah, you're pretty good for a girl. That's not Awaken. It's like if there is faith in you and you're up under the covering of Pastor Jurgen, who's the apostle over Awaken, and you're up under cover and you can be trusted as a daughter of the house or a mother of the house, you can move in the power of God. And so we just want to honor you. Uh, you got family here. Is this your beautiful mom next to you? Oh, hi. 
You must be so proud. You got an unbelievable daughter. And, uh, but Pastor Shelley, like, um, this is your second home, and we plan to turn you loose up here. Next time you're coming up here, um, we're going to do some, we're going to do some freedom stuff and let you loose on our people. And, and can we honor women of faith? Can we honor mothers of faith? Can we? Can we? Can we? Can we? The next point is mothers of men. And I've kind of alluded to this a little bit, that the real people that need to hear from moms oftentimes is boys. <laughs> and I don't know about you guys. I'm 52 years old, and there's still a lot of boy in me that still needs a mom. Babe, when you were, like, praying, like, I lost my mom four years ago, and... Um, I just couldn't stop crying. Like, I, I'm not a crier either, you know. But I need that sensitivity. We have three boys. Um, in fact, you know what? Could you show up that, that quick um, picture of our family? Just super quick here. Little, little, we did this at Pathfinder's Night, and Melissa's like, I think, I think that would be good for, like, Sunday Nobody knows who you, you are, and we're, like, new here. We forget, like, you know, you just met us. Okay, so this is our little clan. Uh, this is obviously the mother of our home. This is our oldest son, Taylor, um, who's into snowboarding. He lives in Washington. This is Jacob, our United States Marine. Hoorah. Um, and uh, this is his just got married. We didn't have that picture on Wednesday. Just got married. Um, yep. And uh, this is, uh, these are our cats. That's, on the left, that's Oswald. Oswald when he's in trouble. Ozzy when he's not. It's Oswald most of the time. Um, even, he's like the alpha, he's the male. And Lux is the, the female. Even the male cat needs mama. It's insanity. It's like, Golly, like I'm kind of the cat too, but they just need mama, need mama. <laughs> Some about an alpha needs a mama. And this is what I want to hear. Like the reason we want to elevate healthy women, you want to know uh, uh, what takes great men out? Unhealthy women. Always. It's always an unhealthy, that's what took Samson out. Unhealthy, perverse, Jezebel spirit women are what takes great men out. And so if we're going to raise great men, we need healthy mamas. Even if you're a cat, you need a healthy mom. We got our beautiful daughter here. Um, it's funny, we're still figuring things out. She's, uh, she loves Hero, but her favorite character is the devil and Judas. So we're trying to figure that one out. But... Uh, then we got, like, mom up here, even Pastor Kenny. I don't know where Pastor Kenny is. We, he t we took him in uh, when he was, like, 18, and he's been one of our families. Like, and you don't even know. Like, I swear my words mean a little, but mama's words. Mama's words to Kenny. Do you see what I mean? Like, like don't think, don't think that the, the women's voice is only for women. It's a family. We all need the voice of a father and a mother. We have our son Josiah over here. 
playing soccer right now at the Barcelona Academy. Uh, and uh, it's just a man of God. But I'll tell you what, I can't tell you how many times I was pushing him too far. And mama would say, babe, that's too much. That's too much. Bring it back. Go back in there. That was too harsh. Go back in there. Yeah. Yeah. Great leader. Great young man. But needs the sensitivity of a mom. You with me? I feel God here. This is why I think sometimes, you know, we could sit and argue about what we believe and why we believe. And we, we like health. Healthy things grow. Healthy leadership grows. And, and listen, if you're kind of new to this context of having women in, in leadership or women preaching, like all we ask is, listen, and we're not going to judge. We're not going to say our ways, but inspect the fruit for a season. Just get around the culture and see what do the men look like. Are the men strong? Are the men leading? Are the men healthy? What do the women look like? Are they catty? Are they clicky? Or are they inclusive? Are they drawing you in? Are they healthy? Are they modest? Yeah, you can be stylish and still be modest. I mean, you, you can be influential and still be humble. Like, it's, listen, like, get religion out. Religion isn't the answer. Life and life abundant is the answer. They just moved me away from my picture, so I guess they're trying to move me on. No one's, I'm not in any control anymore. Anything else you need me to say, Sean? <laughs> Last thing, uh, there's two other things. One is a mother's heart. A mother's heart. You can always... I mentioned it with uh, Josiah how many times, like, as a dad, you just push too hard. You're just insensitive or just carrying a lot of weight from the day, putting fires out at work and coming home a little frustrated, not a lot of patience, didn't really seek to understand, just barked, you know. And uh, mom will come in and respectfully, this is one of the things, babe, about you is, is you do it with such an... You, you don't do it nagging. You do it with, you'll come afterwards and say, babe, I think, I think you need to go into Taylor's room. I think he needs you right now. And I think you wait the way you said that. See, it's a mother's heart. It's beautiful. It's not like this overt, like I'm in control. It's not like that. It's a sensitive, it's a sensitive connection. Um, and that's the way it works. And so, and the last one I'm going to say is this, is um, a mother's eyes. A mother's eyes. And I'm going to tie this story of my mom into this. And, um, but for, for Melissa and the way I've watched her, you are the healthiest mom I've ever seen. Um, and you were adopted. Um, and you've had your journey and you had some great things that you inherited and some things you had to overcome. I mean, welcome to life. And, uh, but you are the healthiest mom I've ever seen. Um, but one of the things that a healthy eyes have is discernment. So we showed that picture of Josiah right now and he's got three options. He can go to England and play. He can stay where he's at right now. Um, or he has another option with um, the Phoenix Rising um, MLS Next Club. And, and it's so hard to see, but mama's discernment is so accurate. 
And um, she's like, I just feel like he needs to be playing where he's at. He needs another season there. That's the right season. It's the hardest of the three. Hardest of the three for him. But the discerning nature of a mother knows what's right and wrong. Julie, you're here, and I remember um, coming in to um, emerge. And Nate's, like, getting all his boys to emerge. And Julie's like, yeah, my youngest isn't ready. So he's not. I don't think it's, I think we keep him. See, it's just the discernment of a mom. Like, listen, listen, if you run a church with just man, like vision and leadership, and you don't give room to discernment, and you, what happens is you run off the rails. Listen, we're not going to throw out leadership and vision and passion and direction. We're just going to marry it to discernment, to healthy heart eyes, to healthy eyes at sea. Let me end this with a crazy, crazy story. So four years ago, I lost my mom. And my mom had these. I don't need it. Um, you know, uh, it was a real confusing time for me. I just, my mom had had dementia the last eight years of her life, and she had these beautiful brown eyes, these deep brown eyes, and she would just look into my eyes. And she'd become a Christian. Um, I, I remember coming home from college and pleading with my mom to receive Christ because I was so changed. Like, like when I came home from college, I was like so like, so transformed by God and his love. And I was just a- after my mom and she was stubborn. I mean, she was so stubborn. But about 10 years later, she finally like, and you could see it in her eyes. Like her eyes just went from, I don't know. Um, they just had so much more depth and beauty. But at the end of her days, um, she had dementia. And so for the last eight years, she lost all, like you couldn't see her anymore. She wasn't in there. It was one of the most difficult, difficult seasons for me. And as a result, I never grieved when she died because it was like a slow thing. It was like she was kind of gone for a long time. And and I remember I I was dealing with some things and trying to connect with my daughter and my wife and feeling like something's broken here. It's not, I want to I wanna feel, I want to connect, but there's a disconnect. And I, no matter how hard I try, I can't force the connection. I, I mean, sometimes we want what's right, and yet we don't have the resources to make it right. And I was actually counseling with Pastor Mike Connell. And I'm like, can you fix me? I'm broken again. He's like, I think you need to go back and do some work and revisit your mom and so he sent me on this journeying adventure and this is what I love about Pastor Mike Connell is he's not just a freedom guy devil get out he's a heart healer he restores the heart and most most unclean things come in through the trauma of the heart where we had a heart trauma a heart injury and we opened ourselves up to something okay and so instead of just driving out he wanted to go back and heal the heart issue where there was some damage with my mom and no, there's no closure. And so um, I went and journaled and I just still didn't feel anything. 
I was doing the right things. I was taking his advice. No emotion though. Couldn't bring it back, but I did it. Whatever you say, in this case, it was a, it was a counselor speaking to me, but I knew he was a man of God. And so I said, whatever you say, I'll do. So I went and journaled and didn't feel any life. And then I was preaching at East Lake campus on November 14th, 2021. And I was just sharing about the, the price of progress and pain and, and how the call of God will take you through things that are difficult. And, and um, at the end of this message, it's the power of God. I was like in this room, like you could feel the presence of God. This little lady came up to me. I'd never seen her before. Um, they have a lot of Hispanics at the, uh, that service and she had a little translator ear. She was tiny, she was like four foot 11, like my mom, tiniest little thing. And um, she comes up, she's like, I just want to give you a hug. And I looked in her eyes, it was my mom's eyes. And I just remember like breaking down, like, like I just couldn't control myself because I'd been wanting to bring closure, you know, I'd been wanting to like, and, and God had brought me, like my mom, I don't know, I, I don't know who this, maybe it was an angel, maybe it was the next angel, you know? I don't know, I, I can't, listen, I don't really care actually. I just know a good father that knew I had some disconnections that really stem back to my mom was trying to reconnect me with him and with life and with health. And I just cried like a baby. And then I went home and started journaling. I could smell the spaghetti in her kitchen. I could see her skipping rope. I could, I could, it was like I was all the way back and God was restoring me, restoring me. You know, I'm telling you, God wants to do that right now. He wants to restore us. Let's all just stand on our feet. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You know, the first thing that God would like to do in any setting is always reconnect you to the most important relationship you'll ever have, and that's with Him. So if there's a disconnect, I'm not saying you haven't been in church or you haven't even believed, but there just hasn't been connection with God. Like it's, it's disconnected. And even though you're trying to do the right thing, it's like you feel like you're going through the motions. You feel like you're going through the motions. And you don't want to go through the motions. If that's you, I just, I'd love to see hand of who I could pray for that wants, to, wants a genuine, authentic connection with God. It's only through Jesus. I'm going to wait a second here. Who are you? Yeah, I see you. I see you. Let me say one other thing. You've had connection. But it's, it's not, it's not, it's not like a pure flow. It's, it's inconsistent. It's, and you want like a stronger connection with God, the way he designed it. Not a flicker or a glimmer but all the power you need to do what he built you for. Who's here that? I see you, sir. Who else? Oh, shoot, there's like pretty much all of us, okay. That's the touch that I sense in this room is that there's a reconnection. There's a reconnection. There's a reconnection. A reconnection with him, 
and then a reconnection with authority usually. That's usually where damage comes in. Might be a mom. You might have to forgive someone. It's interesting. I had to forgive my mom and honor my mom for that flow to, to come. She was a great woman, but I still had some things I didn't get, and I had to release her from that. No longer looking to you, Mom, to give me what you didn't. I'm releasing you, honoring you for all that you brought, but I'm looking back towards you now, God, to restore the things I didn't have. You with me? That's really what releasing, that's really what forgiveness is. It's basically I've been looking for somebody to pay me back who can't, so I'm forgiving them, releasing them from the debt, and now I'm looking to God to restore what was taken. That's forgiveness. That's forgiveness. Let me just lead us in a prayer, and I'm going to bless us, and we'll get us out of here. Repeat after me. Father God, thank you for your presence this morning on Mother's Day. I thank you that you came to reestablish connection with you. I need your help. Reconnect me to your life, to your love, to your power, to your presence, to your voice, and to your will. Make your will clear to me so that I can surrender to it. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. What an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.